Hello and welcome to episode two of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. This is a weekly podcast covering the latest cigar regulation and legislation updates locally in your state and at a federal level. My intent with this podcast is to, is to keep you informed and educated with what you can do to protect your rights. This podcast is available to Old Soul community members before anyone else with bonus content, including live audio, and then it's shared out with the world via all major podcast aggregators. If you listen, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Old Soul is a community of people who enjoy cigars and the cigar lifestyle. It is a podcast keeping you current with cigar legislation updates and other banter. It is an online cigar lounge, and most importantly, it is a quarterly cigar lifestyle magazine curated by the community. You can learn more by going to www.theoldsoul.community. At the end of every episode, there is a full song. I have it there strictly for your enjoyment. I encourage you to light a cigar, sit back, turn it up, and relax. Tonight, I am smoking a Trinidad Reserve, a good mild to medium cigar, I would say. Uh, never lets me down. Um, so give it a shot if you uh, have your local tobacconist, if they carry it, or you can, I'm sure, get it online at any of the larger online uh, websites. Uh, quick note, you can view all of these show notes uh, by clicking the URL in the description of this podcast, and that'll take you to a page where you can look at every link that I make reference to and get more information on how you can take action uh, with various organizations who are fighting on a daily basis to protect your rights as a premium cigar aficionado. So first things first, let's get started with federal updates. Uh, we'll start with the current regulation that is um, in motion uh, through the uh, Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Uh, currently, the advance notice of proposed rulemaking is at 490 comments, and 53 days remain until they close that comment period. Related to that, NATO, the National Association of Tobacco Outlets, has submitted a formal request to the FDA asking them to add an additional 90 days to submit comments, and this is based uh, mostly on the request that the FDA has made uh, that the comments contain more scientific data or backed research uh, with the comments. And NATO was saying, uh, with the time frame that you've given us, it is not feasible for an organization uh, to pull all of that information together and present it in a uh, well-organized manner. So they have requested an additional 90 days uh, for that comment period. Moving on to legislation, um, there are currently three uh, legislation efforts that are in motion. Uh, you have the H.R. 564, which is a House bill uh, for traditional cigar manufacturing and small business jobs preservation act of 2017. As of this recording, which is May 3rd, um, there are no changes in the co-sponsors. It currently sits at 142. As a summary, uh, this bill is to amend the FDA, uh, the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act to exempt traditional large and premium cigars from regulation by the FDA and from user fees assessed on tobacco, tobacco products by the FDA. Uh, also in the House is uh, H.R. 1136, 
Uh, this is the FDA Deeming Authority Clarification Act of 2017. This currently has 92 co-sponsors. I did not cover this last week, and since that time, there has been no change in the number of co-sponsors. Uh, this bill is working to amend the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act uh, one, to revise pre-market review and reporting requirements for products newly deemed by the uh, FDA, which is where the premium cigar industry comes in. This is also looking to uh, change a few things regarding e-cigarettes and vaping products. And finally, with legislation, there is Senate Bill 294. As of May 3rd, currently sitting at 19 co-sponsors, which is no change from last week. Uh, this bill, similar to the House bill, is looking to amend the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act to exempt traditional large and premium cigars from regulation by the Food and Drug Administration and from user fees assessed on tobacco products by the FDA. Uh, currently, you can contact your senator and ask them to say yes to Senate Bill 294. There's a link in the show notes, which will give you an easy step-by-step -step to contacting your senator. If you go to the IPCPR legislative website, there are a lot more resources at your disposal there that I encourage you to look at uh, so you can learn more and determine the best route of action for you. Uh, that website is ipcprlegislative.org. And quickly, we will go through state updates, local updates, university updates, and then we'll throw in a few international updates for you. As a quick note, this podcast, until I have other people recording with me, I'm going to, from here on out, I'll just stick to uh, mentioning the headlines and what is taking part in each uh, city. And if you want more information on either one, you can simply go to the show notes and go down to the local updates or state updates and uh, click each URL that you have interest in. So state updates. Uh, the Illinois State Senate has passed tobacco purchasing age hike to 21. Uh, that is with the Tobacco 21 movement that is going across the country. Connecticut lawmakers have, correct, yes, the Connecticut smoking age will not be going up. There was a move uh, to raise that to 21, uh, but state law lawmakers have not seen any validity to that, and it will not be the case in Connecticut. Those are the state updates. Moving to the local updates, in Worcester, Massachusetts, they have banned flavored tobacco in some locations within that city. In Monroe County, California, they have enacted new tobacco ordinances within that city. All right, the Tobacco 21 proposal in Batavia, Illinois, fails, so that is not going to happen. In Huntington, West Virginia, the park facilities will ban smoking and vaping on park property. Ridgecrest, California, passes a parks smoking ban. Fox Butte County, Nebraska, is making county grounds tobacco-free. Elgin, Illinois, is considering the Tobacco 21 movement. Uh, let's see, Murray, Kentucky, the mayor there, is envisioning a smoke-free city and has asked the committee to draft an ordinance. Radnor, Pennsylvania, a smoking ban has been uh, lofted up to that city council uh, for consideration. Asbury Park, New Jersey, banned smoking on all beaches. And that'll do it for your local updates. 
university-wise, Cuesta College in California to become a smoke-free campus in 2019. So those are your university updates. And internationally, I did come across some international updates with regards to tobacco use. So I thought I would throw it in here just for kicks and giggles. In Taiwan, uh, there's a smoking ban on Taipei's Elephant Mountain, which started on May 1st. Uh, In Ireland, there is a smoking ban to be extended to outdoor areas where food is served. So there you have the government coming in and dictating to businesses what they can and cannot do. In Switzerland, uh, they are considering a ban on smoking on cafe terraces. Again, government coming in telling businesses what they can and cannot do. And then in Richmond, British Columbia, Canada, uh, council does approve a new smoking regulation. So those are international updates. Again, the show notes will have links to all of those articles if you would like to dig into those any further. Uh, Finally, I have two notes uh, in the show notes regarding Nicaragua. Uh, If you have not heard, there is uh, civil unrest within Nicaragua currently uh, regarding the government's attempt, which has been rolled back at this point, Uh, but the protesting originally started because of the government in Nicaragua looking to raise the tax that is assessed uh, on all citizens uh, in order to fund their social security program. Uh, They needed to raise that apparently due to it becoming dangerously low. Um, So since the protesting started, a few people have actually died in that protesting. Uh, The government has rolled back that move, but uh, protesting does continue. The reason this comes in with this podcast is not so much with your rights, but is more just as an industry update. Uh, Nicaragua, especially in Esteli, uh, there are many cigar farms and factories, plants, companies that are based there. And protesting, uh, there was fear that it would impact uh, the workers, the employees of those companies, but then also the routes to the airport in order to get uh, cigars that are ready for shipment to that airport to uh, fly off into the world. Um, So far, so good. There has not been anything that has happened to have a negative impact on the cigar industry um, in that country, and it has not uh, impacted anything within the United States at this point, but there is always that risk. Uh, So I am keeping a a close eye on what is going on in Nicaragua. I have an update for you weekly on that um, until it seems to have calmed down. But protesting is continuing despite the government rolling it back. And that is most likely due to the fact that people are now beginning to question, well, how did it get to this point to begin with? Um, The government there is uh, not not trusted by the people, um, and that certainly plays into it. So again, show notes will have a few URLs there, links for you to take a look at in more detail. Um, So I want to close this out and just uh, tell you that if you have not done so already, please uh, take a minute, go to the IPCPR website or the CRA website linked in the show notes, join those two organizations in order to help them fight for you on your behalf in Washington to protect your rights, to enjoy premium cigars. You can also on those websites learn more about what all is going on with the FDA and their attempts to grab premium cigars within the tobacco industry as a whole. Uh, So that is something that I highly encourage you to to do. So 
Uh, again, my name is Aaron Aiken. I don't think I mentioned that. I should do that here in the second episode for sure. Um, the host of the podcast here. I do just want to say that this is being done. If you are listening early on here, uh, you are kind of behind the scenes as I figure out the best way to shape this podcast. I am not one to to wait around too long before I try something. So uh, what you're seeing now is most likely going to change in the future as far as format goes and content goes. So in the meantime, while I'm building that out, I would really appreciate any feedback that you might have. Uh, what am I not covering that you would like to know more about? What details am I leaving out that you'd like to know more about? What do you envision yourself for this type of a podcast? Uh, Because there are other options for you with the Cigar Podcast as a whole. And I would like this to not be a copycat. I want this to be different. Uh, So if you have any feedback for me whatsoever on iTunes, you can leave a comment there to let me know. You can also go to Twitter and let me know. My handle there I'll have in the show notes is Aaron underscore Aiken. uh, Or on Instagram, you can follow Aaron Aiken or uh, Old Soul Mag. I'll have those links linked in the show notes for you. But any feedback whatsoever that you have would be greatly appreciated. So I will leave it at that and hope that you enjoy the song here at the end, provided with permission by Scott Cubano. I run across town, check what is in the post. We post no comma, but another day. Travel so far for money I've been bored Two weeks have passed, well I could it be a last but no I caramba, go to work so early in the morning But break down, I start a walking, reach too late But in my balling, no work today, no come back tomorrow Whoa. I caramba Enough is enough, yeah. Whoa. 